Hello and welcome to yet another amazing, amazing, amazing podcast. Edinburgh Play and Wellbeing number seven. Who'd have thought, eh? Number seven. Anyway, I'm very, very happy to be joined by the one and the only Emma Cormack. Emma, how you doing? Not bad. I feel delighted that I'm lucky number seven. No, I'd rather have seven. If we were on a TV programme, we'd have yeah. should have announced you like that. Yeah. How's things? Should have been wearing a shirt, the big number seven. Not bad. It's quite a nice wee break to my day, this. Um, it's just nice having a wee catch up with somebody and not doing everything COVID and work related. So yeah, it's. I think this is great for me. Are you looking forward to the time that human beings can see each other in the same room? As in, I am. I, out with I your can't home. wait. Aye. <laughs> much as I love my husband and child, it'll be lovely to see other people apart from them and the staff in my local Scotland. Tell us a little bit about you. What do you do? I am the chief executive of the health agency and we are a community-based health improvement organisation in Westerhales, but we cover the whole of South West Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. So we do lots of stuff around helping you improve your physical and mental health. We do that through physical activity, access to support with your mental health, like counselling, CBT. We run all kinds of stuff like volunteering projects. So we've got our Willow Garden project. We help with stuff around cooking, access to food. We have just recently started working with yourself as well as part of our Waster Haven yep. project. Absolutely. Um, supporting people with long-term conditions, cancer and long COVID. So that's been our new big thing that's come on. Yeah. Um, complimentary therapies. Yeah, it's a, a great service, if I yep. say so myself. Well, so, of course you will. Of course, I can, I can certainly fly... The flag. I'm a flag. Flag. I'm a flag flyer of um, your organisation because they're fab. I've known about you for quite well, a few years now, obviously. And um, as you say, I'm doing some stuff with you guys as well, and I'm very, very, very happy um, to do so. And you've got an amazing, amazing team. Honestly, such an amazing team. Yeah. Very positive. No, I am very lucky. I think we are all very lucky um, to have such mm. a, a good bunch of people. It's a, a great area. I think that's that's the yeah. thing. Everybody sort of that I've come across since I came into post has been brilliant and just so supportive and helpful. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Really lucky where we are. And uh, from my my background of like being a grief and bereavement support, uh, you know, counsellor or therapy, whatever you want to call it, it's these conversations can be quite challenging with people. You know, you're, you're, you're speaking to people who are either going through massive life-changing situations or their or their loved one is going through massive life-changing mm-hmm. situations for them as well. And just being there, being that cushion, being that support for them is beyond words. Yeah, I think particularly just now as well, just with life's been just one big massive upheaval sort of this last year. Absolutely. Um, so I think just the sort of continuity that's you're still there for folk, it's not in the ideal way. We would love if we could open our doors and have everybody back in with us, but until we can do that, we'll just sort of keep doing what we can um, to support folk in the best way that we can. Yeah, I think that's the big thing. And it's, I think, with everything that's sort of kicked off in the news over the last few days, um, despite what the Piers Morgans of the world will say, then I think that's my big thing is mm. ask for help. <laughs> do you know what? We will believe you if you need help. Yeah. Um, in some ways, you know, I kind of hope he's, Showing a bit of a spotlight on all of it to say actually, yep, that's out there. Are they that's the irony of it, really, isn't it? Um, yeah, I've always been a supporter of if you're as a, if you've got something going on, tell someone, please tell someone because you're not going to be judged. You think you're going to be, but you're not going to be judged. Um, 
mental health effects us all. I think the stats, 10 years ago, about 1 in 10. Then it came down to 1 in 5. It's now about 1 in 3 um, of us will experience some sort of anxiety or mental health situation, especially over the last year. And that could be anxiety of having to put a mask on for the first time a year ago, you know, um, or, or along those lines, or things like cancer or other illnesses that are and disease that's, that's affecting people. So, um, yes, we have to talk. So can you remember, Emma, when the first time you ever heard of the word coronavirus? Like, where were you? What were you doing? Um, do you know, I can't really remember sort of the first time I'd heard it. Um, it was just kind of this thing that sort of crept in. The first right. time I was aware of it as being a wee bit more sort of on our doorstep was, um, it was actually my last job. Right. Um, and my, my old administrator used to have a canary anytime anybody coughed. Oh, no. And she'd be over the desk, COVID, COVID. Like, ah, I don't have COVID. I just, yes. I just I, my water went down the wrong way. Uh, yeah. um, so that was that was sort of the first time it came up. And after that, when I was thinking about it, there was a few other triggers that followed really, really quickly. So Friday the 13th of March, there's a... Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Um, was a sort of leaving do. There was a number of us were leaving my old work. Um, and we had hired a sort of a fairly big venue. It was a long-standing member of staff was leaving. Right. So it was a, a big, big group of people. It was probably about 100 or so right. were going. And when I think about it now, the number of folks that were doing sort of elbow bumps and things, and, oh, I'm not going to see you for a while, this mm-hmm. is going to be it, mm-hmm. or other folk just saying, actually, no, I have asthma, I'm feeling a wee bit vulnerable, I'm not going to come along tonight. So yeah. it's when I look back now and think, oh, there were folk there who had made plans to go travelling, that all got kiboshed, one woman's husband was down at the rugby, and mm-hmm. I think he got there and it was cancelled, so to come back home, so I was thinking, Absolutely, actually, yeah. yep. oh, that this is sort of maybe turning into something. Um, mm-hmm. And I think after that, it was just like, oh, God, it's not just confined to China or Italy anymore. Um, When you had MSPs tweeting and things and saying, actually, you know what? The schools aren't closed for a week. It's going to be August at the earliest they come back. And I remember texting a friend and saying, oh, hang on a minute. This is bigger than we thought. Um, I then came in to start my new job on the Tuesday for the building to lock down the next Monday. Wow. So you're in the building for three days or something like that. And then you were away. About that, yeah. <laughs> so, so it was it was very very quick. It went from this sort of anomalous thing that was going on somewhere in the world to Aye. oh right, this is in your lap now. And also, that's interesting as well. It puts a new a new spin on it because you've just entered a new position at that time as a CEO of an organisation. You want to get to know your your colleagues, like as yep. in face to face. I know that you probably did meet. A few of them face to face over over those three and a bit days or whatever it was, but you then had to kind of work on that relationship in inverted commas with your colleagues face to face over Zoom and or or Teams or whatever kind of thing, you know. Yeah, it's like having pen pals almost. Um, aye, aye. <laughs> and I, I have aye. been fortunate enough to meet most of my team. I've not met all of them yet, right. um, but there's a lot of people who use our services that are names that I now recognise that mm-hmm. I just haven't had the opportunity to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't met all my board yet. Of so, course. Yeah, 2021 is going to be the year when <laughs> we're all up in each other's faces, I think. I know, um, it's really nice to see you kind of thing, you know. <laughs> And I don't know, I put, I put, for anybody who's listening, I then put my hand over my face just as, a, as if I was face-to-face with somebody. I forgot that nobody can actually see what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> but it is going to be, that time is going to be good, isn't it? Because you're going to see people that 
you've been wanting to meet for a very long time, whether it be service users or or the board or yeah. Jimmy the Cleaner kind of thing, you know, <laughs> you know, just to be back in a building and feel like a community again. Yeah, I think that's a big thing, and not feeling even when you are with people just now, it is. I mean, physically, it's distanced, so even just that adds a whole other extra barrier in there for you. So, Absolutely. yeah, with a bit of luck, um, sort of hopefully we will be able to sort of get back into a room with each other quite soon. There's so much you miss as well. I mean, there's there are massive benefits to the way we're doing things. Absolutely no doubt about yeah. that at all. There's a huge number of people, I think, who flourish during this because they feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, but equally, there's a number of people that are saying, actually, I, I really value human contact. Um, the whole thing about water cooler chats and things that you yeah. miss with just having somebody sitting next to you. I thrive having people around me and being able to bounce ideas off of people and things like that. Um, it's a bit more constrictive when I'm sitting here in my wee shoebox home office thinking, hmm. What were your initial thoughts on when you first heard about it? You were saying that it's, you know, it'll probably stay in China. because That's my thoughts anyway. And then it gradually came over to Europe. Was there a point where you're thinking, oh, no, it's going to be here very, very soon? I had texted a friend of mine who's a, she's a, a scientist to trade, okay? she's a chemistry teacher, and right. said, right, you're my sort of, my sensible one in all this. What's mm-hmm. your thoughts? Um, and she'd come back and said, well, here, this is what I think. And, I'm, and again, was a bit like, oh, right, okay. Mm, mm. We, we do need to probably be taking this seriously. Yeah. Um Again, I don't think there was a sort of particular trigger moment. It just, it kind of crept up. And I think it was because you had so much in the news and saying, well, actually, Bojo's not going to a Cobra meeting. You're thinking, well, <laughs> is he um, being a bit of a, a buffoon? Or yes. is it actually not that big a deal? Yeah. Um, so, but I think, yeah, getting into the building, I think, mm. of my new work. Um, and my chair actually emailed me the night before I was due to start to say, look, just checking, are you still comfortable enough to come in tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah. And I do wonder, what would have happened if I'd said no? <laughs> that is true, actually. Aye. <laughs> I'd be right to say no as well, because you, yeah. that's the thing. It was the unknown. Nobody really knew, you know, the Prime Minister never knew, First Minister never knew, and that's across the globe as well. We don't know how to kind of manage this we know to put Italy in full lockdown and Spain in full lockdown and eventually also it got to our our land of the whole of the UK was put in a lockdown but at that point we still didn't know how we're going to or how the scientists or whatever were going to fight it so Emma one year on a lot's changed you know we go to a supermarket now we're queuing outside we're wearing our masks we're also not we're still not at work as it were in the same building uh, also you're certainly not in the same building what's your biggest challenge that you've had to face working I think it's about sort of people not being together I think that's been a big one and it's yeah. been it's been really hard to see how it's affecting communities how it's yeah. affecting people that would use our services so sort of the social isolation um I think for everybody is quite difficult yeah. um I'd in some ways, I quite enjoy hermetic living sometimes. It is, it's quite nice. So I feel the pressure is kind of taken off a wee bit. But mm-hmm. I think we're all quite social animals. We are, um, yeah. So I think that that's been really difficult on a sort of personal note. I miss my friends and family hugely. Um, I've just had a, a brand new niece that's been born. Oh, um, wonderful. Over in uh, Tennessee. And oh, wow. It's going to be next year before we yeah. can go over to see them, realistically. Yeah. So, um 
Yeah, I think that's that's been a sort of a real challenge and it's been wonderful. I have had the opportunity sometimes to actually get back into the building and to go and right. meet with colleagues, even if it's just to go for a sort of walking meeting. Yeah, yeah, and that's right. been great. That has been just, it's been so nice to just have that interaction with people. So I think it's, that's, it's new and that's different, definitely isn't it? what I've missed. Yeah. Who does, like, I, I, you just won't take going for a walk for granted again. <laughs> I think a lot yeah. of people will be sick of it because that's kind of all you can do at the moment. Personal, I don't, what's your opinion on this? People seem a bit more friendlier. I think it's quite mixed. Right. Um, I think people generally are sort of looking out for each other mm-hmm. a bit more, which is really nice to see. Um, but I'm aware there's also quite a lot of resentment and things that's going about as well. So if you go right. to the shops and somebody's not wearing a mask, or if you're queuing for somebody and somebody's not maintaining the two meter distance, yeah. folk will maybe react. Yeah. in a way that's maybe a bit more harsh than they would in non-COVID times, I think. Yeah, and I think that's that's what I was going to say. I think it is frustration <clears throat> getting to people. What you have seen, I think, is the rise of the keyboard warrior in the last yes. year. Yes. Because um, if you're not going out, then you'll just do it through your screen. So, God, like, Twitter's a horrible place. Yeah, I think it's just really surprised me, I think, as to what comes out of some folk and thinking, God, go on write it down or type it yeah. but don't hit send or go yeah. and phone a pal and tell them that but just you have to be so careful because once you put it out there like it's not it's, it's there not forever back. you can delete but you just see folks screenshotting and everything getting shared and yeah, yeah. yeah it's it can be an incredibly useful tool but there's a lot of bile that's out there just now as well um yeah. it's it's quite horrible to watch sometimes. Yeah, and especially um, we spoke before we came on about mental health and there's the stuff going on on Twitter just now and well-known figures are, are talking about mental health and people should be talking about mental health, um, especially this past year where people are feeling isolated and, uh, and uh, within lockdown. Yeah, there's a lot, as you say, trolls out there and just not nice people who are just saying horrible things about, hmm, she looks all right to me or he looks all right to me. Ah, they're probably fine. You know, we're not in the 1930s here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know but, Would or, you say that to their face? Probably abs- not. Uh, probably not. Probably not. Whether you think you've had it, you've, you know them well or not or not, you just you just don't say that. Are you going to approach 2021 differently <laughs> to how 2020 was? You know, what are you, moving forward, how are you going to approach things? I think sort of on a, a professional level, I think there's a lot of opportunities that have come up that we are able to grab so as awful as COVID has been it has pushed through a a lot of things for us so the likes of this and being able to offer services digitally Mm -hmm. um, using Teams or Zoom or just even doing it by phone is is brilliant for some people and works really really well so if you weren't well enough to come down and see us in person before you would have had to cancel your appointment Mm -hmm. whereas now actually we could set it up for you this way and you can still continue accessing your services Mm -hmm. you can still continue getting support or you can just do it from somewhere you feel comfortable so yeah yeah I think that's that's a sort of really important thing um I think for me I would quite like to have a bit more of a routine back this year um last year was sort of almost broken into segments um of right let's get to the end of this week and then we'll see what happens then so i'm hoping that we don't have the same kind of chopping and changing that we did last year because it was just it was just this massive horrible roller coaster yeah we're coming to the end of it yeah, and it was a sort of two steps forward and 19 steps back, Yeah, yeah. which is really difficult to get a handle on. So I think if we can get into a bit more of a routine of knowing what we can and can't do, um, 
yeah, I would I would really value that. So I think, yeah. and again, on a sort of personal level, just knowing, for example, the weekend, right, Sunday is swimming day. So that's mm-hmm. when my wee boy goes to swimming lessons. Yeah, just aye. having that kind of thing back rather than thinking, oh, God, we do want to go for a walk this weekend. Absolutely. <laughs> we've, walked it, we've walked the whole of Midlothian. <laughs> yeah, it's moving in the right direction and it's not going to be a, a big, massive upward curve into the new living beyond this but it is moving in the right direction um and i think folk have done really really well to sort of get to where they Um, are Um, it's the rate of change i think that's the big thing that when we were talking earlier about it just all of a sudden ramped up and happened so quickly and it's actually we as individuals and organizations had no time at all in which to all of a sudden right here you go here's how we're going to do everything from now on and that was amazing and we don't give ourselves credit, I don't think, for actually how quickly and how well we did respond. What I was blown away was by with kids. Kids were just so resilient. And it's like they just kind of got on with it. Could I say the older generation, how they're going to get past this bit is the likes of ourselves and other organizations supporting the, supporting these individuals to say, you know, the grass will still be green when you come back. You know, yeah. nothing's changed as in, you know, the professionality. That's a big word for me now. Wednesday professionality. Can you spell it? Nope. <laughs> I think it's probably going to have two F's. And you'd get muddled in the F's and the S's. Aye, aye. Professionality. I'm going to go with that. I'll trademark that one, even if it's not a word. That people are going to feel safe knowing that there's organisations that when they when they do get back to kind of normal kind of thing, um, then they would. These organisations are here. Before we go to this funky quiz, Emma, what? A couple of words for you of inspiration of going ahead. What would you tell people going ahead for the rest of the year? Be proud of where you've got to. And it's just a case of taking it day at a time. I don't think we can do any more than that. I have some folks saying, oh, what do you think is going to happen at this point? And I've kind of given up. I don't have a crystal ball. Um, I have high hopes as to where it's going to be. But we will get there. That's the whole thing. It's, It's slow. But we're on the sort of hopefully the final stretch now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a huge amount that folk have accomplished mm-hmm. um, over this last 51 weeks. It's been 51. 51. Is it? My God. I think 50, no, sorry, 50 weeks. It was the 23rd of March that right, we okay. went into right. lockdown last year. Hang in there um, and don't give yourself such a hard time because you've, you've done a huge amount. If you can get yourself yep. awake every day, mm-hmm. not even mm-hmm. going to be up and out your bed. No, absolutely. If you get not. yourself through that day, um, then it's another day that you've gotten through. So well done on that. Um, and as we talked about earlier, I think it's important that now I think you'll see a lot of folks struggling sort of as we come to the end. It's another phase. Yeah. So again, sort of ask for help if you're needing it. If you are struggling mm-hmm, with something, mm-hmm. speak to somebody. Yeah, there's always someone out there. But yeah, we're almost there. Um, so hang with it. Very positive words there, Emma. So are you ready for your wee Hang question? Tough. Hang tough. New kids on the block, remember? Yeah. Here's your big thing. Um, I think the last time I did a proper quiz was in primary five, and I was the quizzer champion of my class at school. It, I won a bendy rules. I, I like I could do it. The wooden ones were great because you could put it on the edge of your table. And like that. Did you ever do that? <laughs> Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't think that I did. Clearly I'm the kind of child though that would have ended up snapping it and splintering it into her eyes. Very, Aye. very accident prone. Right, okay. Very accident prone. So, okay. Some of them are quite simple, you know, <clears throat> and some of them. You hey, say that now. 
say that now. They'll be fine. <laughs> Question number one. What language is commonly spoken in Brazil? Portuguese. <gasps> Ka-ching! That's the right answer. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. One out of ten. One out That's of ten. a good start. That. It's a good start. Okay, how are your flags? Hey, but, uh, um, oh, oh, pretty non-existent, I would say. Right. Okay. Do you, do you have any, any friends or anybody that know things about flags? So if it was a game show, you could have phoned a friend. I'd, I would, actually. Um, I <laughs> If I was a millionaire, um, I have a pal who is obsessed with flags, Lindsay. Right. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, if you ever listen to this, Lindsay is now a teacher in New Zealand. Wow. And Lindsay, when she was a student, I think had some downtime, a bit bored, right. probably not working at the time, and learned every single flag of the world. So <laughs> Lindsay can identify any world flag that you present to her. Lindsay, what if a you're skill. listening, absolutely. Yeah. Have her yep. on one day, have her on. Um, yeah. Okay, well, hopefully she'll know the answer to this one. Do you know the answer to this? Will. What colour is the centre of the French flag? French uh, flags, red. I'm just going to get red, white and blue, so it's uh, white. It's the correct answer. Ka-ching! Yes. Well done. Okay. Now, I don't know how you are with sport. Personally, I'm not a big sports fan, <laughs> but especially maybe American sports. But anyway, we're going to go you for mean. it. <laughs> how many players are in a baseball team baseball so that's them with the big bat and the balls and they're in like a diamond shape uh, as far as I know seven see that would be my guess as well but the actual answer is nine so maybe someone could confirm because you've got the, the person who bats you've got the batter and you've got that's the official title that's, that's a technical term <laughs> batter uh, with the golf the, the, the golf with the baseball stick um, and then you've got the wee diamond so you've got three bases or something so you've got the batter right, I'm going to draw this out so one, two, three, four I'm drawing right. it back I'm counting my fingers like a, a four year old um, and then I bet you could probably have some fielders wouldn't you so you'd have fielders out by yonder catch, catching the ball yeah but the batter would be on the opposite team that's so you... true and you would need substitutes Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll trust you if you're telling me the answer is nine, but you're you're still not helping me map out where the no, all go. No, I know. Pitch. I'm going to. Uh, I'll send you a link to like a baseball t- like page <laughs> yes, or something do. like that because we all must know these things. On the subject of sport, what is the national sport of Japan? That's I can do that one. That's a uh, sumo. Sumo wrestling. Well done. Ka-ching! What does that say about my knowledge of sports? I know about <laughs> the, the chunky ones. The chunk. I took, that reflection I... of me. I want to like see the national sport of um, where the, the national sport is, is kerplunk. I'd love that. Pull the straws. I'd like an Olympic uh, game. Mm. Kerplunk. Mm. What, I'd like what? an Olympic Jenga. Oh, like Olympic mi- no Monopoly. I've got umpteen sets Monopoly. I don't know where this obsession came from. Right. I've got actually. It's an old school European Community version of Monopoly. But that's worth something. Get you that. That sounds quite cultured, yeah. actually. Ah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ah, I never knew you could mm-hmm. get. I knew you could get the the normal Monopoly from you know mm-hmm. the normal one like Old Kent Road and all that kind of jazz. And I know, for example, you can get the Edinburgh one I've and got that. the band Queen. You can get a Queen one because I'm a Queen fan, so I was hoping to try and get that one day, but mm-hmm. I've not yet. Um, but I never knew you could get that one. Well done. I never yeah, knew. Go. I've got a Marvel one as well. Oh, that would and go well done. It's a wedding gift. Nice. I've seen ones that are like yeah. crystal, like crystal the the crystal car and the crystal horse horse's head thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm. Okay. In which galaxy 
do we live? I just threw that in really quickly. No introduction. It was just straight in there, wasn't it? Eh? When I hear when I hear Guardian, we've been talking about Marvel. I instantly go to Guardians. Guardians um, of the Galaxy. Great soundtrack uh, as well. The, uh, Milky Way. That well one, done. I would say. Now, have you ever put a Milky Way in the freezer? No, it just wouldn't last that long. Just. I mean, it probably wouldn't go to the shops before like I'd the, it. It's a th- I think it's Scotland you can buy two sweeties or three sweeties for a pound. So I would be buying like two double Milky Ways, you know, the, the two bits inside them. Put maybe yeah. one in the freezer and eat the other one, like as you do. And then uh, in the freezer for a wee while and then just chew it. Amazing. Why do you put it in the freezer? Is it to make an ice cream type version or is it to make it last longer? Last longer, but you didn't want it to put it in the freezer for too long because the, the frost or the ice will do what it does to chocolate and does it crystallise and it just tastes absolutely disgusting right. so just it, it goes a bit sweaty looking almost ah you didn't even want a sweaty milky way <laughs> no no Wednesday okay here we go how are your I don't actually know what topic this would be or subject this be let's just go with it King Zog ruled which country now I'll give you a clue because it's a hard one this one is it A Albania or B, not Albania? With that massive clue, I'm going to go with Albania. <laughs> Give it away! <laughs> who knew? No, who would have thunk it? Aye, Albania. There you go. Now, could you find Albania on a map? Is he king? Oh, God, no. My job no, is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Is he king of Albania just now? Um. I'll get back to you on that one. I'll send that to you on a link as well as the baseball link <laughs> via email. Um, There'll be a lot of Wikipedia links coming there, there will be. I just think of Zog, uh, the dragon. We were reading um, Zog and Zog and the Flying Doctors, a favourite read of my wee boys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, read them quite a lot. Has you ever read, uh, or do you ever read them, um, Shark in the Park? No. Nick Sharrett, absolutely brilliant. It's one of my favourite. Uh, it's about Timothy okay. Pope. He's got a wee telescope. And um, he goes to a park and he thinks there's a shark everywhere. Shark in the park. So I've got shark in the park, shark in the park in the dark, shark in the park on a windy day. Love it. I think we maybe did shark in the park at a book bug session one day. You would have. This, the the storyline sounds familiar. Okay, next one. It's about an even more random or, 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 or question. What does a, f- a phenumbalist do? I t- I'm going to repeat that again. What does a phenumbalist do? Is it? I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. Is it a tightrope? Right. <laughs> is it a tightrope walker, or is it someone who repairs laptop batteries? They'll remove the battery. They'll realise that's not the right battery, so we've got to put a different battery in. And then they realise it's not the actual battery at all. It's maybe the spring mechanism within the battery compartment. Is but it's not you there and go with tightrope walker. Tightrope walker. You gave yourself away there. That was too convoluted. Aye, it was a long one. It was a long one. So at least you got the, the hint there. It was definitely a tightrope walker. Okay, you'll get this one. You'll get this one. Who invented the television? John, was it John Logie Baird? You, you, you did right there. John Logie Baird. Yeah. I was going between the, uh, the first one that came to mind was obviously the phone, Alexander Graham Bell. Aye, absolutely. A lot of amazing yeah. Scottish inventors. Yeah. She were, were, were not a bad crowd. Okay, this next question. It's a bit controversial. It's certainly different. It's nothing to do with what's in the news these days, thankfully. It's a wee bit... I, th- I thought I was going to have to pick a team or something there. No, no, it's a bit like animal. It's quite animalistic, if you like. So, what is... <laughs> what is a 
Douche. I'm going to spell it to you, right? D-O-U-C-E-T. So in my, our Scottish, I would have put that as Duke it. But obviously Duke it is completely different. Different spelling and whatever. It means something completely different. So, but it, what is a D-O-U-C-E-T? I have no idea. I could tell you what a, a, a Duke it was. Um, yeah, tell us what a Duke my, is. A Duke it, like you're... you're you're, put it in your ticket like your pigeonhole. Aye, yeah, like a wee, I'm a just speculating there for everybody that's listening, like just right. to <laughs> obviously demonstrate what a ducat is. But yeah, you would you would put something in your ducat. Um, <laughs> my mother-in-law was a ducat, so I should probably know as to the origins of her name. She was a D- slightly o- different spelling. She was a, a D-U-C-A-T. So whether mm-hmm. or not there's a derivative there or something, I don't know. So you can but simply no, I, I imagine no call that ducat with a silent T. A duquet. Very, a duquet. Uh, oh, very um, keeping up appearances there. Aye, absolutely. Like, as in, yes, duquet or bouquet. The answer is a stag's testicle. <laughs> Things you find on general okay. knowledge quizzes. You'll be glad to hear. Where do you find these? I just type them into, oh, I know them already, but uh, I usually just type them into Google, general knowledge right. quiz. And then it spills out stuff from ah. uh, all over the place. Stuff, like sumo wrestling. John Logie Baird, Stag's Testicles, and um, lots of other fun stuff. Absolutely. Last question you'll be glad to hear. Okay. Right. What capital city is heated by volcanic springs? What could it be? Capital city is heated by volcanic springs. Aye. It also has a a shop named after it as well. No, mm. Iceland. That's the one. Well done. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. I, I, lost... I came across as being remarkably dim-witted there, I think. No, I think <laughs> I, I lost count. It's but the I think... pressure. It's the pressure. There's a lot of pressure. Thankfully, we're not mm-hmm. timed. No wonder people fail at Millionaire all the time. I think it's the music as well. Oh, that's not it. That's Countdown. Okay. I couldn't deal with the pressure anyway on these game shows. But when you're no. watching it, you're like, I know the answer. But it's different, I guess, when you're there, eh? Anyway, I know. Emma. Do I get a prize or anything? Um, you get a prize of a couple of links describing <gasps> why baseball teams are uh, that and possibly about uh, Duke it. <laughs> so I, I, I win the gift of extra knowledge. Thank you. Absolutely. And or when we meet very soon, I'll bring the, the chocolate digestives. I'll put a request in for a specific biscuit or something then. Yes, I, I, and I can easily yeah. go to that yeah. supermarket we just mentioned, perhaps, either, or other <laughs> ones as well, and buy said biscuits from there. Um, I'll it's, been a, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Have you had fun? I have. I've had a lovely time. Have you? Oh, that's amazing. But listen, thank no. you very, 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 very much for your time and your words of wisdom. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been so much fun, and we'll speak to you very, very, very soon. We will do. See you soon. Bye. See you later. Bye.